Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic. So, once upon a time, there was this boy who. I will refer to as Didi. Um, I had the hugest crush on him. I had the hugest crush on him. Uh, he was short, and he had glasses, and he had really nice waves. This was back in, um, like, 2008 when waves really mattered. Um, I don't even remember what it was. It just... He had that kind of like Libra aloofness about him. And I remember he smelled really good. He smelled so good. And we were sitting in Miss Buford's eighth grade English class. And that day, I think we were supposed to be watching a movie or something. And there had been some chemistry brewing and somehow he reached for my hand. I think my hand was sitting on a desk and he like reached his fingers really, really slowly and left his hand into mine. And I just thought I was going to die. I had never felt that sensation in my body ever before. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so amazing. And then it was like, ever since then, I was smitten. Later that spring, um, Paige Johnson had her eighth grade party in the garage. And um, I was so nervous. I grew up in a really uh, sheltered home. And so it was very likely that my mother was going to say, I cannot go to this party because of many reasons. But alas, she said yes. I had on my Lot 29 emerald green t-shirt with the Lot 29 symbols that were gold. And I had on my blue skinny jeans. They were like that middle blue, not the dark, not too dark, not too light. And I had on some not so crispy white Air Force ones because you know you had to wear the skinny jeans with the Air Force ones. Um, one of my cousins did like fishbone braids into a ponytail for my hair to be really cute. There was another boy who, we won't say his name, but uh, he was at my house that day. And he was like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to a party. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, right. <laughs> and this boy also liked me, but I was like, I have basically a date with somebody because I knew that he was going to be at this party. And we get there, 
or I get there and it's like we in a garage. Me and Paige are like really close friends and our one of our biggest bonds is music. So I know this party is about to be it. Y'all, I don't even remember what song we was playing, but all I remember is sitting on top of the Devante. I think he was um he was sitting in this chair and yeah. I just had to let him know that I was about that life. We had been, you know, dancing, standing up, but he sat down and I just, you know, commenced into the bumping and the grinding while he was sitting down. Alas to say, that is actually not the point of the story because the point of the story is actually what happens a few months later. So, um, oh my God. And this, y'all can't tell nobody about this. But um, this year, that year in the eighth grade, Miss Buford wanted to take us on some college trips just so that we could kind of get a feel for what's out there in terms of colleges. It was great. We went to Baylor. I think we went to UT. And we went to some other place for a performance in Dallas. Yes, because my Nana came. But the Baylor trip was the trip that is super unforgettable for me because I think that was the trip that, you know, made the difference, so to speak. Uh, I wore my spirit shirt because in the eighth grade we had spirit shirts. It was black with like gray writing and the writing was in like this graffiti style. And again, I had on skinny jeans. My hair was still relaxed. Uh, I was still wearing like wraps at the time. And I had this T-scarf. It was red and white. The, the outside perimeter of the scarf was red. The inside of the perimeter, the inside was white. And then in the white, there were some red tees. So it was early, early morning. We had to go to Baylor, which is like three or four hours away. And so you had to get to the school super early. All I did was brush my teeth. I was not getting on this bus with my hair done because, or my hair taken down because there's no way in hell that I'm about to be asleep uh, and then sleeping on my hair. So just give me a visual. Everybody's getting on the bus, scarves. Maybe some people got some donuts. Maybe some people got some biscuits. But it's early and we all trying to go back to sleep because we all about to be riding on this bus to get to Baylor. We all get on the bus. Now, some folks are dating. Like, some people are in actual eighth grade relationships. Um, If you was on this trip, then you know who you was dating at the time. I was not dating Diddy. Um, But he knew that I, you know, you know, had a thing for him. And so, given that we all had our preoccupations, we get on the bus, we like chit chat and good morning, what's up, what's up, what's up? All right, look, we know that boys gotta sit with boys and girls gotta sit with girls. And keep in mind, this is when I still identified as straight. Silly me, that's what I'll say about that. Because <laughs> there were some baddies in my eighth grade class. <laughs> but okay, so we get on the bus, we chit chat, good morning, good morning, good morning. 
and we say, okay, cool. Look, this is the safe word. The safe word is Ashanti. If somebody looks back here and they say like, um, we gotta, we give, they give us the eye, like somebody on their way back here, we're going to call Ashanti and everybody going to switch places. Cool. Cool. I don't remember who the hell I was supposed to be sitting with in terms of girls. But as soon as we call Safe Word to go, I sat with Didi. Now, no way there ain't nothing really popping off because I'm going to sleep. Um, maybe we like, uh, like, maybe I laid on his shoulder or something. Or maybe he laid on my shoulder, but it wasn't nothing that deep. Like, um, And so we go to Baylor. We hang it now. Uh, we get lunch. I think they we ended up going to McDonald's. The boys are playing in the little play area, like actually doing pull-ups on their crazy-ass styrofoam tubes that connect all of the playground equipment together. And yes, Didi had a nice pull-up, and I was like, my God, he could pull up on top of me. But I digress. So we had a great trip. We had lunch. Uh, maybe we had Fuddruckers, actually. McDonald's was maybe for breakfast and Fuddruckers was for lunch. And then, you know, we get back on the bus. Everybody knows, because we had done these trips before. Everybody knows that it's the, it's the trip back where, you know, we solidify some things, if you know what I'm saying. So, and it was no secret. Me and Devontae had been flirting since the first time we had held hands and so and then there was Paige's party so there had been this like tension brewing I missed that tension that came from the fact that like we didn't have unlimited access to each other right because like there were no cell phones I mean some kids had cell phones but I didn't have a cell phone I wasn't allowed to date and so you had to kind of get it how you lived when you was with the person you was with the person and when you wasn't you wasn't um so yeah, we get back on the bus. We call it Shanti. Everybody gets into their designated areas. Y'all, my heart is pounding. Because I'm like, you know I want you to kiss me. You know I want you to kiss me. Okay. Cool. So, um, <laughs> he played me. He like, don't be looking at me. Don't be looking at me. So I say, okay, you know what? I'm going to get into the position that I want to be kissed in. So I, um, I'm i sitting on the, if you've ever been on like a casino bus or a double-decker bus, I am sitting on the outside seat, leaning in, and he's sitting on the window seat. So I say, you know what? Okay, cool. I'm going to just act like it's fine. I'm actually just act like I'm about to go to sleep because truth be told, I am one of those people that can sleep on moving things. Playing strings out of my building don't matter. So I lay my head down on his lap and I'm just like, you know what? But then once I lay down on his lap, I look up at him. And he like, nah, 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 girl, don't be looking at me like that. Uh-uh. We'll tell your head. And he like put his head on my face and like turns my head. I said, okay. Again, y'all, my heart is pounding. It's pounding because I'm like, I know you want to kiss me. Like, and you know I want to kiss you. Like, we've been we've been at this for months. So 
So then my head is turned. I say, okay, I'm going to just put my headphones in. This is back when iPods were a super thing. I had a pink one. Put my headphones in. I turn on some music. And I just lay there. Heart pounding. Vagina probably throbbing. Just like, okay. I'm laying there. All of a sudden, Diddy put his hand on my mouth as if to like muffle me. But he brings his face on top of my hand as if he's going to kiss me. And I just about died. Because he played with my emotions. <laughs> he's really getting really, really close, but he's not kissing me. And I'm just like, ah, I'm going to die. I'm going to actually die. Yeah. So then he moves his hand and does nothing. And I'm just like, this is such bullshit. I turn the iPod up because I'm just like, I'm just going to drown this <laughs> deep sensation out. And I wish I could tell you that I recall the song that was playing, but I don't. All I remember is his sweet little face. And he didn't have a lot. He didn't have facial hair. Some There were characters that I knew that had facial hair, but he was not one of them. So his sweet little smooth face and those nice soft waves came down onto me. And he kissed me. And it melted my whole soul. It was sweet, and it was soft, and it was longing, and it was devouring, and it was so good. I had missed him, and I had thought about kissing him, and as I wrapped my hands around his neck and pulled him super close into me, I hope that he felt all of the thoughts and fantasies that I'd had up until that point. And I even, we took pauses. Like, um, he had a, a raspberry tea that I ended up tasting on his lips. And he had some gumbies, the little candies that look like little cylinders. And I tasted those. And I was able to um, create a soundtrack. Faith Evans' Kissing You was playing. And as she sang, I can't believe it's real. I can't believe it's true. I can't believe that you chose me when I was choosing you. I made love to him in the way that I had access to in that moment. And, you know, tweets made on the parents, you know, come to my place. Because I've been needing you, so. 
later after the trip ended um there were these conversations about me being wet as I was kissing him which at the time I didn't know what that was and great friends like Brandy said yeah well baby you were dry humping the air as you was kissing him who knew who knew I was um in a dreamlike state and you know in seventh and eighth grade I think about those times quite fondly because there was always this conversation with boys around are you a freak or are you not a freak and I think up until that point maybe people thought that I wasn't um so there were some boys that were like, I can see it in you. I just think you need somebody to bring it out. <laughs> but then after this moment, which lasted for about three hours or four hours, um, we got back to class. And I remember people saying, no, 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 you a freak for real. And I was like, <laughs> but why? I was like, what? What is the difference between somebody who's a freak and somebody who's not a freak? And Darius goes, "Well, a freak. Wait, sorry. Somebody, a girl that's not a freak. She's just kind of gonna lay down and kind of like just receive whatever you give it." In an eighth grade language, I was just like, she's just going to take whatever you give. <laughs> but you, 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 you know what you're doing. So in grown-up language, I was really interested in crafting an experience that worked for me. I thought about kissing him so many times. And I wanted him in such a way that you can want somebody in eighth grade and you really don't know how many holes are available. (laughs) But I'm so glad that I was seen as somebody that could craft an experience, that could um, induce pleasure, that could give pleasure and share pleasure. It um, served me well in my years to come. So, yeah, that's the story of the great Baylor makeout. Have a great day.